0: You are locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel
1: and I am Clint. Welcome back to another week of Locked On Bulldogs, your team every day here in the Locked On Podcast Network. And Daniel, uh, we have a lot to talk about with UGA,
0: which we should sure do, to,
1: but. Just so everybody's fully aware, uh, Army covered. Army, listen, you
0: boys come on the come on the show, and we hand out the locks. We don't do it for us. No. We do it for you. It's mm-hmm. a service to the people. Mm-hmm. When we get on here and we say, you know what? Clint, Clint says, Army, I like them minus three and a half points. And then what do they do, Clint?
1: Oh, they – they roll. They go out Daniel. there
0: and they just take MTSU to the woodshed. To the woodshed. and roll them forty-two to nothing. That's one and zero oh on the year. Come on, on the on the Come podcast. On. Four locks. Come on. Um, so that's absolutely right. Tune Daniel. in Thursday if you want more sure things because the locks the locks train keeps rolling. It's left the station, it ain't coming back, it ain't and stopping. it just keeps on rolling.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh hey, if you're new to the pod, welcome. Glad you're here. Daniel and I are just two fans that love fandom of UGA. We want your fandom to be better, and we want our fandom to fandom to be better. So uh, interact with us. And uh, that's what this podcast is all about. We want you to be the best fans possible. No insider or guru, which again, case in point, Jamie Newman, we had the same exact prediction as every other paywall. We didn't know that it was coming. Um, but that's why you're here at the podcast. We're glad you're here. If you're a long time listener, we're glad you're back. And Daniel has more information for you.
0: Yeah, thanks for thanks for listening, no matter who you are. Uh, so If you're new to the show, just click that subscribe button. That's all you really have to do. That helps us out a bunch, and that makes sure that you get the show. As Clint said, we are here every single day, Monday through Friday of the week, and we will be here in that fashion throughout the season. So. We're excited to walk with you. Just hit subscribe and you'll get all those episodes downloaded straight to the device of your choosing. If you like the show, if you've been around for a while, if you enjoy the show, just leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Just hit five stars. Hit Type good show or something and we would appreciate it greatly. Uh, we really do appreciate all of you that have done that um, in the past. And if you haven't done that, you can do it real quickly. Just right now as you're listening – on uh, the podcast app on your phone and Mm -hmm. uh, that would be greatly appreciated. If you want to reach out to us, as Clint said, we are here for fans, by fans. That's what the show is all about. We want to interact with you. We want to hear your takes, your thoughts, your opinions. Um, And so uh, there are two ways that you can get in touch with us primarily. The first is uh, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. The second is on Twitter, at dogspodcast um uh, we'd love to interact with you engage with you and um uh, hear about any and everything that you've got to talk about uh in either one of those two platforms um tell a friend about the shows um all those things are helpful for you to do but clint we got we got a lot of stuff to get to we're gonna get to georgia stuff do you have a take on the byu navy game tonight that's the first question that I have for you. Uh,
1: I do, Daniel. I am doubling down on my lean to BYU. No, I'm is doubling it, oh, is down. A, is this an impromptu lock? This is, is this... an this is an impromptu outside of Thursday lock. Lock up BYU. Oh no! I will he give is you going points. lock
0: up BYU. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna give the points away. What is it? Right. One and a half right now? Yeah, that's right. I think it's like. That's right. He's going to give the points away, lock up BYU. My man's already 1-0 on the year. He's going for 2-0. I do not have a feel on this game. I do know that the over-under right now is down like in the mid-40s. And oh, I'm just going to no. tell you right now, oh, no. we like to we like to jump on the, the service academy unders here. But when you're talking about down in the mid-40s, I'm hitting that over, so that's that's my lean. I'm not going to call it a lock because again, too much integrity. Want to be sure that we give you the best information possible. But if you need a good lean, hit BYU minus one and a half. That's Clint's lock, and and my lean is over whatever that total is, especially if it's down near yeah. 45, 46. No. So yeah, that's too low, too too few points. All right, let's get to the matter at hand, um, which is the University of Georgia. Um, and and look, Clint, we could sit here and. Talk about any position group, but there's just sure. we gotta. We're here to talk Do about to the talk, quarterbacks. You want to okay? talk about tight ends again? Let's, let's, let's not talk about tight ends again, okay. okay? We managed, by the way, to get Scott Cochran on an interview, and we spent 30 minutes asking him questions about Alabama and couldn't get out of him one single name. No. Of kickers no. that were doing anything in camp, but thank mm. you so much, beat writers, for all of the insight that we got about why he took the Georgia job instead of staying at Alabama. We really appreciate that. That's doing such us a all great, a great service.
1: Great it's service.
0: Fantastic. All right, let's talk about quarterbacks. Clint, um, Jamie Newman, is gone. He's dead to us. We he's he's finished. He's he was never at Georgia. It never happened. It we made never. it up. Happened. It never happened. History will remember him as being the quarterback in the worst looking Wake Forest offense that I've ever seen in my entire life. And that's how he will go down. Yes. Just correct. grossness. All right. We got Dewan Mathis. We got JT Daniels. Those are the quarterbacks we are talking about. All right. Just that's it. Carson Beck, Stetson Bennett, not interested talking about them. They are, they will not play for Georgia this year. Uh, so Dewan Mathis, JT Daniels, Clint, where are we at?
1: In terms of this race. Look, rumors out of camp are that it's a close quarterback competition uh, via Kirby, In which by the way, uh, just buckle in, hold on, mm-hmm. that's going to be the line that you'll get over and over and over again until, wait for it, they play an offensive snap. So okay. get used to that. If you're not uh, used to that, well, you don't know Kirby. Let me introduce you. Secondly, mm-hmm. Notes so far from the scrimmage that just happened uh, after we found out that Jamie was going to sit out this year, for go and look to the draft. Says that JT Daniels has taken lots of snaps with the number one team. Dwan is in there taking snaps as well, but JT uh, and a lot of pontificators are speculating that he has, looking at film from USC, his time there, that he has all the tools necessary to perform in a high-efficiency Offense like what Todd Munkin's going to bring. And this brings me zero solace. I have no solace. (laughs) I have zero comfort. I have zero joy, Daniel. You want to know why? Why?
0: Tell me why, please. I do want to know.
1: Point one, still not cleared to play. Okay. Point, Point two, we have no one at the University of Georgia minus Stetson Bennett, who has taken a snap from under center in a game whatsoever. Well,
0: that's not technically true. Uh, JT Daniels played an entire at, season. At UGA. Of, at, at UGA. Uh, okay. Okay. That's that's, that's, that's fair. Um, All yeah. right. I, I've got thoughts about okay. JT Daniels. I've got thoughts about this quarterback competition And, um, yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to those thoughts because I think Clint that I might be able to, to sprinkle a little bit of sunshine onto your, onto this. I'm going to try to bring back the matches, see if I can rekindle Mm -hmm. a little Mm -hmm. bit Mm -hmm. of the flame that was beginning to burn, uh, for this season. I've been trying to talk myself into it and I might be getting somewhere and I, it, and it was aided by a little deep dive that I did today on YouTube. So oh, no. let me oh. let me talk to you all about that. Before I do that, though, let me talk to you about the best tasting protein bar that exists on the market today, Clint. And it's the Built Bar. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. BuiltBar.com makes a protein bar that is high in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar, um, low in calories. It's a great – uh, Keto-approved diet, uh, approved uh, meal replacement or snack or something in between meals, uh, soft, chewy protein bar. And the most important thing about it, Clint, is not mm-hmm. how healthy it is, but it's the fact that it tastes delicious. You don't want to be out there eating things that taste like cardboard or styrofoam or whatever else uh, right. is being manufactured. You don't want to chip a tooth on some of these protein bars out there um you have to drink a gallon of water just to get it down uh water is good for you but you could just drink it on your own bill bar tastes great comes in a million different flavors and the best part about bill bar is that because of this podcast and our relationship with bill bar on this podcast you go to billbar.com you place an order for a box could be a variety pack could be a box of one flavor if there's one flavor that you just absolutely know that you have to have you place an order, you go to billbar.com and you enter the promo code locked on and you get $10 off your first order. That is billbar.com. Enter the promo code locked on and get $10 off your first order.
1: All right, Daniel, where is your sunshine? Where is it? Right. I need it.
0: Listen, JT Daniels played an entire season as a true freshman at USC. He played one game in 2019. It was against Fresno State, and then he sustained uh, the ACL injury that we all know that he is still not cleared for contact from. All right, point one. Okay. JT Daniels will be cleared for contact before the season starts. Take it to the bank. Clint, does Kirby Smart give away information? Not
1: whatsoever.
0: Is, is that something that he likes to do? Is is that even in the realm of possibility of something that you would even consider him answering? And yet, when he was asked a direct question, hmm. "Do you think J T. Daniels will be cleared for contact by game one?" he said yes. But that tells me everything I need to know. He said, "I suspect." That he's going to be clear. Listen, Kirby is not the kind of guy that's going to just blow sunshine at you for no particular reason. In fact, he's just the opposite. And so I think if there was any fear in his mind, if Ron Corson had not basically given him the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, there's no way he would have said that. JT Daniels will be clear for contact. Now, we go back and we look at JT Daniels' statistics from the full year that he spent. True freshman – Full season, right into the Pac-12, right into uh, a pretty difficult, albeit Pac-12 schedule that included Notre Dame, teams like Notre Dame and Texas, Mm -hmm. in addition to a top 10 Stanford team, a ranked Colorado team. Um, You might recall 2018, the Texas team that USC played, mm, had their way with the Georgia Bulldogs in the bowl game that year. Also, Notre Dame went to the playoff that year. So, uh, pretty difficult schedule. JT Daniels, yeah. uh, played the whole way and he was, he was average. Clint, he was a 60% passer. He had 14 touchdowns. He had 10 interceptions. Not great. No. All right. But he threw for 2,600 yards, uh, completing 60% of his passes and, um, his quarterback rating was around a 62. Okay. So. You compare that with other quarterbacks, you you get whatever. Now, that wasn't enough for me, okay, Clint, and so I needed I needed the eyeball test, um,
1: okay. Okay. And so
0: here's what I did: I went and I just I just did a dive on USC's 2018 games. I went on the YouTube and I looked up the September 15th USC at Texas
1: game. Okay. By the way, this if you don't is, know what it's like to go back and deep dive Pac-12 film for Daniel and I, then then you don't know. Got, this is this is so painful.
0: I need something here. Okay. Yeah. I'm subjecting myself to Gus Johnson in the oh, booth. Oh no. Just no. so I can get a taste. Yes, that's correct. Ugh, I'm that's listening. Gross. I'm listening to sideline interviews with just sleazeball Texas coach, and I'm listening to Gus Johnson just blow smoke at him. This is the, the sacrifice we do for you. This is what we do. Let me just paint you a picture. Okay. It's the third game of the season. Okay. And uh, JT Daniels making his second road start at Texas. Okay. Okay. This is a big moment for the young man. It's a big stadium. It's the bright lights. This Mm -hmm. is an 18-year-old child who's running out there onto the field leading this USC team. Now – Still, I'm not going to need to spoiler spoil this for you. Texas wins this game handily, yeah, 37 to 14. Uh, and all to be fair, J.T. Daniels has a fairly average performance. He's 30 of 48. He throws for 322 yards. He completes 62 percent of his passes. He has no touchdowns and one interception. Uh, here's what I see as I watch the first half of this game, Clint you just go back and watch just just watch the first drive of the game the okay. first usc possession i'm telling you all of our listeners get on the youtube and go watch this first possession because here's what you see you see multiple offensive line atrocities mm-hmm. just complete breakdowns on mm-hmm. the offensive line you see i saw i watched two series and i counted four drops Every single one hit a man right in the hands. Okay, so I'm talking 30 of 48 for 322 yards, but I already saw four drops in two series hit hit them in right in the hands. I'll tell you what else I saw. I saw some dimes. USC marches right down the field, gets the opening kickoff in that game, marches 75 yards right down the field, scores a touchdown, and there was some third-down conversions. There was a second and 20 where he threads a pass over the corner and short of the safety for an 18-yard back shoulder on the sideline that you would have thought it was the ghost of 2017 Jake Fromm throwing that ball. I am telling you something. I saw him step up in the pocket and elude pressure, and you would have thought it was a literal ghost of Jake Fromm because that was the thing that Jake Fromm could never do, but it was actually ghost on skates. Combined with Jake from King Boo himself King Boo. stepping up in the pocket and eluding pressure. I saw in JT Daniels, 18 years old on the road at Texas. There are some, there are signs of a really talented quarterback. So listen, you go back and you look at the stats and you can paint any picture that you want and whatever. And he's dealing with the injury. But I'm, this kid has got some real talent. Now you put him. Now, listen, I'm not going to say he didn't have wide receivers because he had wide receivers he had some boys at USC. He had some wide receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown fresh, was a freshman on that team. Michael Pittman Jr. on that team. Uh, he had some wide receivers. But you put him in front of an offensive line. Are we worried about this offensive line, Clint? No. Is this offensive line going to be a problem for JT Daniels? Not going to be a problem. You put him in a system uh, with Todd Munkin where he's getting easy completions, this guy's got all the arm strength that you need. He may not be as as uh, well-equipped to throw the deep ball as Jamie Newman was, but I think he's more equipped to throw the shorter and intermediate passes, and he's going to throw the deep ball just fine. I think JT Daniels, what I saw in in, in a YouTube deep dive was enough to say to me, This guy's got talent to lead this team. It's not going to be the same kind of offense, the same kind of quarterback that we were thinking we were going to see with Jamie Newman. We could get past that and just say, do we have a very talented quarterback Mm -hmm. on the roster Mm -hmm. ready to lead this team with a full season of Power 5 football experience going into environments like Texas? He's not going to be intimidated when he goes into Alabama and there's 10,000 people in the stands. He went no. and played at Texas with 100,000 people in the stands. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he be he's not going to be intimidated in those environments. This is a guy that does have experience. He does have a pedigree. He does have the talent. He's ready to lead a team. That's why he came to Georgia because he thought he could win this job. Turns out the dude ahead of him quit the job, and so it's just being handed to him. I,
1: now, I'm ready. Now, I'm Daniel. ready
0: to jump on board.
1: Daniel, if there is one thing from what you said, uh, go deep dive, go look at that YouTube, go see his throws. But honestly, the thing that gives me hope in coming out when we said Jamie Newman ought to be the starting quarterback out of this, we were all on uh, all on board with that. The thing that gets me excited about JT Daniels uh, did he did he first commit to Georgia and then Jamie Newman did Daniel? Is that uh, no. Ha- no? No, that's so not how the that's not Jamie how the Newman transferred and JT that's Daniels said. I don't care. I'm coming. Yep. Okay.
0: Well, you want to talk about the other schools that offered that that were in on JT Daniels when he was transferred when he was out there on the transfer? You think emails wanted him? Oh, lots, Daniel. Do you think there's anywhere he could have gone and just been given the starting job right away?
1: See, that excites me. Uh, hey, the internet is full of dumb stuff, and mm. we got some for you. Come back and listen to that. Daniel, I, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get after our boy. I'm trying to, I'm trying to L- talk. Listen, I'm
0: trying Listen. my best. There are, I just need it. Let the record show that Clint is trying to start a personal war with Barrett Calee exactly on Twitter. Right. That's exactly. Right. It's not. This it's, is. This it's not is nuanced. Is this is a joint Twitter account, but I just need it to be just out there in the ether
1: that Clint is, Clint's coming hard. Barrett, at I'm, Barrett. I'm coming for you, bro. Get ready. It's, Let's go. Let's back up your takes. Barrett, open, open invite, Barrett. You want to do an interview on the show? Open invite to your brother. Come on down because I have some words. Let's do it. I, Let's do this. I would love that. Let's do it. Okay, here's it's the deal. be great. Barrett Salee has come out and said the following. Daniel, Florida will not only win the SEC East, they are going to compete to win the entire conference to the likes of Alabama and LSU and A&M and coming out of the East, reigning victorious over Georgia. That was prediction number one, Daniel. They have a real shot of winning the entire SEC and most notably beating Georgia is his prediction. Secondly, Barress Lee has okay. said the most overrated football team in the entire SEC is the beloved Bulldogs. Okay. And that's our Bulldogs. That's our Bulldogs. Yes. Not not any okay. fraudulent Bulldogs in another team that the real Bulldogs. Okay. And then thirdly, Daniel, he wasn't done. He not only he not only put his foot down, he doubled down and then he tripled down, because then he went on to say Kyle Trask. Okay. This is great. Kyle, noodle arm. I can't get a scully. Hadn't started anywhere before. I throw to whomever I want on the field and it magically drops into their hands. Freaking Trask.
0: We're talking about end over end lame duck uh, pass. Just absolute noodle arm. Kyle Trask. That's is going to
1: be the best quarterback in the SEC this year, hands down. Okay. Okay, Barrett. This is Barrett. Okay,
0: Barrett. Okay, here's the thing, Clint. We could get on this podcast and we could slam Barrett Salee for having terrible takes. Because could. Because he has terrible takes. Correct. We could get on this podcast and slam Barrett Salee for being an idiot because those are idiotic things. Notice we haven't
1: done that yet, just we could. But
0: but just I think to be fair, if we're going to disagree with Barrett's takes, let's let's discuss how exactly how wrong he is, all right? Please. So, point 1. Florida's going to win the SEC East. This should be fairly quick. Clint, who's going to win
1: the SEC East? Just just so that we're on record. Uh I think we're on record twice now, Daniel. I think we locked it up on Thursday. Let's lock it up again. Uh yeah. the, the University of Georgia. Georgia's gonna win okay. the SEC East. Okay.
0: <clears throat> um just so we're clear, Dan Mullen, coach of Florida. Dan Mullen will never, has never, and will never beat Kirby Smart and the University of Georgia as, as long head coach. as coach. Correct. So, that is point one. Point two, most overrated team in the SEC, according to Barrett, is the University of Florida. That is absolutely absurd. Correct. I I am sitting on three teams more overrated than the University of Georgia in the SEC alone. How about LSU, Barrett? Anybody, anybody high on LSU this year? Even though, one hundred percent of their offense is whose is, name was Joe Brady. Just to be clear, I didn't stu- I didn't misspeak. I, Joe Brady. Cor- correct. Is who LSU lost, um, and he he gone. Now Miles Brennan is the quarterback for LSU. Are we aware of this. Do we know this? Um, Justin Jefferson, he's still there? No. No. He in the NFL. Jamar Chase? No. He opt out. He he gone. Um, LSU's defense, they were already not very good. People talking about LSU like they're going to be a contender in the West. LSU, incredibly overrated. How about Texas A&M? People talking about Texas A&M like they're going to win the freaking SEC West, Clint. Mm-hmm. Like they're – just like they're going to go out there and not beat Texas A&M at some point.
1: So let's you, just call them yep. overrated. Remember who coaches that's, over there. That's that's Jimbo. Okay, uh, good. Wh-
0: what about – set Jimbo aside. What about the most overrated coach in the entire SEC, Clint? What about the most overrated program in the entire SEC? What about the – Everyone's darling, Cinderella. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What about the Florida Gators as the most overrated program?
1: The phone.
0: Come on. In the SEC. Um, They looked good against LSU last year. Oh. And now everybody is. Everybody's just going to go ahead and anoint them as the. That's absolute foolishness. But the most foolish take of all, the Kyle Trask is the best quarterback in the SEC. Let's talk about quarterbacks we'd rather have than Kyle Trask. Uh, you ready? Oh, I'm sure. going to let
1: you go first. Sure. Okay. Um, Joey Harrington. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> is that? Oh, is that? Oh no! Are we starting there? Is that the bar? That I I'm... thought we were going with current SEC quarterbacks. Oh, but oh just I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I you said any quarterback other than Kyle Trask, and I would literally take Joey Harrington ahead of Kyle Trask at this point. Let but,
0: Let me let Let's Let's just go down the list, and I'll name quarterbacks. You tell me if you'd rather have them as Georgia's starting quarterback or Kyle Trask. Are okay, you ready? Okay. Here we go. J T. Daniels. Yes. Dewan Mathis. Yes. Carson Beck. Yes. Stetson Bennett. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. Mac Jones for Alabama. Yes. Never seen him in a game yet. Don't, don't just... need to. Okay, how about this? How about Kellen Mond, Texas AM? Uh I've I've seen yes. I've seen games. By film. ten that's, miles. That's fine. by ten miles I would rather have it. Bo Nix?
1: Who uh, are we? Who you, who you got? We, Bo Nix or are Kyle we playing, Are we playing at home? Are we at home, Daniel? <laughs> Do we have to go on the road?
0: Um, I think it's I think it's a fifty fifty season. We have to play at home and on the road.
1: Well, I, uh, get, mm. <laughs> give me, gosh, give me Bo Nix, Daniel.
0: I think the only quarterback – how about Terry Chickenlegs Wilson down in Kentucky? Sure. Daniel, I'm Give me I'm, Terry. All day long. Give me Terry. There are – Ryan Helensky, South Carolina.
1: Uh, as Gosh, that's a bitter pill. That's too soon. That's, that's tough. <sighs> it's tough. Um, there's only two quarterbacks
0: in the SEC that I can definitively say are worse than Kyle Trask. The first name is Jared Guantacombe. <laughs> Who is, by the way, still a starting quarterback
1: at the that's University Daniel of Daniel didn't stutter. It was Joe Brady that's and like, Garantano is still life. starting. I would say
0: Cade Mays is blocking for him, but he has not been cleared by the NCAA. <laughs> and his dad has nine fingers. So... Uh, Jerry Grantano is definitively worse than Kyle Trask. I will give you that. The yeah, other quarterback that's starting in the SEC that's definitively worse than Kyle Trask is Felipe Franks. Oh, Arkansas my gosh. Because just, he was actually beaten out for the job by Kyle Trask. So There's no argument.
1: There's no – you can't argue Ka- that. You, you know. can't
0: argue that. Kyle Trask actually did beat him out for the job. And I hear that Felipe Franks is a dark horse Heisman candidate. Oh, just God, so you stop. Could, uh, Florida stop. fans are saying stop. that's – I mean, that's... Stop. He's an NFL talent. I can't I don't know with if you, these people. I don't know if you know that. Uh, Barrett. Barrett. Don't be that
1: guy. Come on, dude.
0: Don't be that guy.
1: Uh, open invite to come on the pod anytime you want, brother. I'm going to keep on coming at you. Uh, Please so, do. Uh, whoa, come on. Come on, brother. Uh, hey, that d- wraps it up for us here on the Locked On Bulldogs. Um, we will see you guys tomorrow. And every single day after that, because we're in season, we're gearing up for the 26th. Here we come. We got locks on Thursday. More news to come this week. Come back, tune in, subscribe, give us a rating, tell your cat about us, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya.